The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of e-com experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, 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 everybody. If you are joining us, it is, well, listening live, I should say. Today is February 13th, and tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day early. And tonight, we're going to be talking about fulfillment by Amazon. And this is something that we kind of touched on last week with some tools. But this week, we're going to talk more about the nuts and bolts of how it works and what the cost and all that other good stuff, because we had a lot of people that were very interested. And it doesn't matter where you're selling, you can still use this service. So we wanted to find out more. And well, we went to a lady that has a lot of experience selling online. And well, she likes to say that depends a lot because, you know, we like to call her the depends lady. We <laughs> love this woman. She's been selling online for years and years and years. But before we bring her in, if you're not in our chat room, you're going to want to get in here. Go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link. Once you get in here, just click the little slash button, then type in Nick, N-I-C-K, put a space in, and then type in your name. So that way we know who you are. So without further ado, let me introduce Miss Kat Simpson. Lady, how long have you been selling online? Oh, since they first invented computers. <laughs> <laughs> 1997 was the year I came online. Ew, it's crazy that it's been yeah. that long. So yeah. where did you start selling? I first started on eBay. I think, I think it's a great place to start. I think most people start on eBay. Yeah, and what were you selling when you first came online? Actually, I, was, I, love, to, I love to hear people's stories, you know? <laughs> actually, I, I, w- I was buying. I was buying Beanie Babies. Uh, my friend got me into that craze, and I was uh, buying them in parking lots, and I was buying them in eBay, and I was selling them at a little um, fancy gift place store, and I was just making money hand over foot until I had ended up with 600 beanies and zero money at the end of the craze. <laughs> oh, ouch, ouch. Yes, that was, that was my first lesson. Someday I'm going to write a book, The 10 Most Expensive Mistakes I Made, so people can learn from it. And that was my mistake of not knowing when your uh, sales item was a fad. So watch out, oh. guys. Make sure if you're selling a fad that you get in, make your money, and get out. That's right. That's absolutely right. My biggest mistake cost me five thousand dollars <gasps> i got you beat mine was six grand i call that my six thousand dollar beanie baby bundle oh it hurts doesn't it It does hurt because it took me years to pay off that six thousand dollars <gasps> well actually you know what i might have you beat um uh-huh. what happened was i i received a ten thousand dollar order for software and instead of going and paying eight thousand dollars to my drop shipper i found someone that would t- that would um let me get it for five thousand dollars so i sent off a cashier's check and i never heard from them again oh no so then i had to go buy the software a second time to fulfill the order yeah, you had a big credit card bill too, didn't you? Okay, let's 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 talk about happy. <laughs> You can write a chapter in my book when I get there, okay? <laughs> that sounds good. But you know what, though? I am so glad I made that mistake because I really did learn from it. And I think we have to make mistakes in order to learn and grow and become better at what we're doing. Absolutely. And I have two children. I'm helping their find their way through college right now. And I'll tell you, my $6,000 mistake and your $8,000 mistake, that's peanuts and chump change when it comes to college tuition, baby. So we're good. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So let's get into when did you start using Fulfillment by Amazon? I started with Fulfillment back in March of 11. Um, I had been selling on Amazon a little bit, uh, probably since the year 2000. But in 2011 is when I really started exploring um, exploring uh, Fulfillment by Amazon. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what exactly is Fulfillment by Amazon. Awesome. Okay. FBA, as people refer to it, Fulfillment by Amazon is just one of those crazy acronyms. It means Fulfillment by Amazon. Fulfillment as in a fulfillment center. Those have been around uh, since the dawn of mail order. People have had all their items shipped and stored in somebody else's warehouse and let them handle the order process for them. So Fulfillment by Amazon is just Amazon's uh, entry into the fulfillment business. Okay. And, and, you know, this is a big name taking care of your order. So how does it work? Are you, you know, how are you sending them your products? Okay. Well, it's really interesting. And the easiest way to explain it is when people are selling on eBay or any other venue and they're shipping all their own items, when you say, okay, it's time for me to grow. I've got, I'm doing as much as I can. I can't do anymore. I'm a one person shop. And you start thinking about outsourcing or hiring someone to help you. What is the first thing most online sellers want to have somebody else do for them shipping shipping. yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely. (laughs) because honestly i mean i know you want to be careful and you want to do it right but honestly how much intelligence does it take to pack a box okay so when you go into fulfillment by amazon the easiest way to explain that to people is you are hiring amazon to be your shipping department now there's so much more we can talk about as much time as you have but the basic understanding is you are hiring a complete shipping department for by, by hiring fba Okay, so, but here's a big thing that that I hear from people, you know, when I start discussing the fulfillment by Amazon is, well, you know, do I have to send them thousands of products? Because I've looked into, you know, fulfillment warehouses way back before, you mm-hmm. know, and you had to make this huge commitment. Yes. Of sending them yes. huge boxes, and, or I'm sorry, huge crates. Yes, of or pallets. Products. Yes. Yeah. In yes. fact, one of your frequent guests and one of our friends, John Lawson, Colder Ice, um, he did an interview on another show about his, his experience with fulfillment centers, and that's what happened to him. He shipped pallets full of his merchandise to this fulfillment center. They went out of business. So he had to go get all that and move it to another fulfillment center. So yes, most fulfillment centers require that. The, one of the great benefits of FBA is you can send them a box with two three or ten items in it to test it out. One of the things you always tell people that you talk to and I always tell people, test it out. If you're thinking about trying a new product, if you're thinking about trying a new venue, if you're thinking about trying a new service, test it. And with FBA, you can definitely test it. You can send them one thing. I would recommend sending five or six at least to save the shipping, but you can definitely send them a few things and see how it works for you. That is awesome. Okay, let's take a real quick break and let's talk about the cost because that's a big thing. That's kind of like the second big thing that we often hear as, you know, well, gosh, how much is it going to cost? Because first I have to get all the product shipped to me and then I'm going to ship it over there and then they're going to ship it. So, you know, cost is obviously a big factor here and we want to go over the cost involved with this. So don't go anywhere. Kat is going to explain to us the cost involved and I'm And I'm really wondering when we're going to hear that depends. So (laughs) (laughs) soon, you know, you're going to hear it at least once tonight. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. 
Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, the Superior Affiliate Management. Superior Affiliate Management delivers direct exclusive offers with weekly payouts. Their mission is to ignite your e-commerce and ignite your commissions. Superior Affiliate Brands means our work with the Internet Retailer's Top 500, as well as new brands, thanks to their full-service agency and CPA network. Superior Affiliate Service means lifetime bonus referrals and personal VIP treatment. When you hear Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, that's SAMOPM.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Kat Simpson. We're talking about fulfillment by Amazon. And if you're just joining us, make sure to come in our chat room. And when you get in here, make sure to hit that backslash button next to the shift key. Type in Nick, N-I-C-K, space bar and then the nickname you want to use so that way we know who you are we love having you in here um and if you're just joining us here's basically what we've learned fba is fulfillment by amazon um you're sending your products to amazon and they're going to send it to your customer and what's really great is you can send them one product or uh, 10 products or 100 products, um, you you know, there's no limit, there's no maximum, which is really absolutely wonderful. Now, I do want to ask a quick question here. Even if you're selling on Yahoo or eBay, you can still use Fulfillment by Amazon, correct? Absolutely. Uh, Fulfillment by Amazon is a completely separate service in that you can use it to to do multi-channel fulfillment, as it's called. You can sell on eBay and have Amazon ship it. You can sell on your Yahoo store and have Amazon ship it. There are some extra benefits when you sell on Amazon to being an FBA merchant, but we can talk about those later. But uh, there is definitely a way to use Amazon FBA for any other selling venue you're on. Okay, so let's discuss cost involved all right so what what kind of fees are we going to concur with this okay well definitely the fees are important and um karen thank you very much karen locker the link queen is putting in some links for us to the amazon help pages about uh, fees for media and of course sharna guess what it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were going to hear that. <laughs> okay, well, the first fee you're going to run up against is the Amazon Pro Merchant fee. And I have heard different uh, answers. Amazon is like eBay in some ways and unlike eBay in some ways. One of the ways they're like eBay is that sometimes you get different answers from different uh, assistants or help people when you call. But the latest news is you do not have to be a pro merchant to use FBA. Now, what a pro merchant is, you pay $39.95 a month for pro merchant status. If you are not a pro merchant, then you pay an additional $0.99 on every sale, okay? So obviously, the math works out. If you're selling 40 items a month or more, you should be a pro merchant. Mm-hmm. There are a few other benefits to being a pro merchant, but those are mainly for selling on Amazon. So if you send in five or ten things and you want to try them out, you don't necessarily need to sign up to be that pro merchant. If you start selling ten items out of the box the first week that you're there on Amazon, yeah, you want to be a pro merchant. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Ab- <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay, and then... The fees are very confusing, okay, and that's what, it, it's just hard to explain. There is a pick and pack fee. That means that that's the, the fee that Amazon charges you to grab the item off the shelf and stick it in a box. There is a weight-based fee, which is based on the weight of the item. 
and there is the shipping fee. Now, the, one of the other benefits, huge benefits of Amazon shipping, and one thing you can really leverage on your eBay or your Yahoo store is that by signing up for FBA Amazon, you get to use Amazon's UPS fee, uh, charges, their fees. No way in, in anywhere could anybody match the UPS fees for Amazon. I can send a 20-pound box from Florida to the Amazon warehouse in Pennsylvania for around $6. Wow. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And their overnight fees and their three-day fees and their two-day fees are very, very similar. So when you go on Amazon to order something to be shipped to your Yahoo customer, you can get UPS two-day shipping for about the same price that you would charge your customer for your own Amazon account, your own UPS account ground shipping. Wow. Yeah, so you leverage that on eBay by saying, uh, you know, you offer the free shipping, of course, which everybody's demanding, but you build in enough to cover that UPS two-day shipping, and you wow your customers because they get their stuff in two days. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we had a really great question in the chat room. Can you just have your vendor send the products to Amazon directly? Great question. Yeah, great question, Tim. Um, you can do that with some vendors. And here, Shanna, I need my bell, okay? I have this bell that I use, and every time I say, it depends. Um, <laughs> Amazon requires your items to be labeled. Now, there's exceptions to that rule. Again, it depends. But generally speaking, Amazon requires your items to be labeled. And you'll need a label. You can print them out on your regular printer, 30 labels to a page, like address labels. You can get a little Dymo printer, and it spits out the labels one at a time. We're talking basically about the white address labels. And what, it, what Amazon prints on there is an Amazon barcode. And in that barcode, it has the information like who's the seller of this item, what's the ASIN number of this item, how much is it, that kind of thing. So all of your items have to be labeled. Some vendors will do that for you, usually for an additional fee. Now, I've had some people tell me that their wholesale vendors do this for them, and it's, it's wonderful, it's great. I've had others tell me that the, the um, fees they're charged by their vendor uh, makes it cheaper for them to ship it to them and do the labeling and ship it back to Amazon than to pay the vendor to do it. So there you go again. It depends. Right. Um, the, fees, the fees overall, Shauna, to be honest with you, Selling on Amazon through FBA, the fees to me are very, very equivalent to the fees for eBay and PayPal combined. The reason people get the idea that Amazon fees are so much higher than eBay is they're comparing apples to oranges. They're comparing um, the eBay fees to the Amazon fees. They're forgetting that when you sell on eBay, 99% of the time you also have PayPal fees. So when you add your eBay fees and your PayPal fees, you're very, very close to what your Amazon fees are because you've got the payment processor built into those fees. Mm, absolutely. Okay, now Karen's got a great question. What if something is made of fabric? Are there special requirements? Absolutely, there are special requirements. If you're sending in fabric to sell, I know, Shauna, that you have a quilt store. If you sent in your quilt fabric, think about that quilt fabric laying on a shelf in Amazon's warehouse that is the size of three football fields, and the only way the workers get around is on golf carts. Think of the, the large garage doors opening up and down and the trucks loading and unloading and all the dust floating around in there. You don't want your fabric sitting there, right? Mm -hmm. So Amazon has rules. If you send in fabric or like I sent in some baby dolls just today, UPS picked them up and they were pretty little Madame Alexander baby dolls, but they were um, exposed and you could see the fabric and touch the baby doll. Well, mm -hmm. I don't want that showing either. So Amazon requires that to be bagged in plastic. Some people use a shrink wrap machine. You can get those actually fairly inexpensively. I'm still at the stage I'm using Ziploc bags. Mm -hmm. Okay? Some people just use that um, plastic stretch film. But any exposed fabric does need to be covered. Thanks, Karen. Great question. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Because, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on, obviously, we've been working with Karen and, and trying out the Amazon. And, you know, I've been talking to Mike about using the fulfillment by Amazon, seeing how it works. And I know you have some like real world life examples that you can talk to us and tell us, you know, exactly what you were dealing with you know how much yep. give us a breakdown of real money because when you look at the fees it's very difficult to really get an idea okay if we send in this much product and get this much sales what are we really going to be paying so okay. I, i'm so happy you're going to share numbers with us but we do have yep. to take another real quick break <laughs> 
Awesome. Real quick break. So let's do that real quick. And then we're going to get some real numbers. That's what I love about this woman. She's going to give us real numbers so we can find out really, is this a good idea? And we're also going to learn what are some of the special features about using Amazon by you know, the fulfillment by Amazon, if you're selling on Amazon as well. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. As you know, being an expert at f What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody, and we're here with the Depends Lady. No, just kidding. We are here with Kat Simpson. <laughs> we love this woman. She has great education, and, you know, if you really want to get to know um, more and learn more from her, um, you know, you just got to check out this woman, and we'll give you more details in the end, of course. But we had a really great um, comment in the chat room that I did not know about plastic bags. Yep. If you send anything to Amazon in a plastic bag that has a five inch or greater opening, you must have a suffocation warning on the bag. You know, the warnings that I see, you know, it, and they put them there because somebody's done it. You um, know, like I just bought a, a, a curling iron and it says do not use in bathtub. Oh, Who did that? My blow dryer has that one, and I just want to scream. Oh, that's the only time I have to blow dry my hair while I'm in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who does that? I oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, so before we get into talking some real numbers, all right, what are the advantages of using Amazon fulfillment if you have an Amazon store and you're selling on Amazon? Okay, that's the huge benefit. Um, using FBA gives you the benefit of scalability for your business. Using FBA, if you're an Amazon seller, gives you incredible advantages. Twenty, It's estimated that 20% of Amazon customers are now using Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime, understanding Prime is crucial to understanding this benefit. Prime is a program that Amazon has introduced. They give away free uh, Prime accounts to students and mothers at home with children, caretakers, and they give free uh, trial accounts all over the place. If you bought a Kindle Fire, you got a free three-month trial. But you can buy your Prime membership at $79 a year and you get free shipping on anything, two-day shipping on anything on the site all year long. If you decide to upgrade to overnight, it's $3.99. And I mean overnight shipping on your computer, on a 500-pound generator, if you can find one on Amazon, overnight shipping for $3.99. 
okay? Uh-huh. So these buyers are premium buyers. They spend 130% more than the average Amazon customer, and they want convenience. They want to get in, find their item, buy it, and be done with it. And they will pay higher prices, and they just want the reassurance of buying from Amazon. So if you, Shauna, are selling a box of quilt blocks and you're getting $20 plus shipping, and I come in and I send that same box into Amazon, I can not only charge $25, which is your price plus shipping, I can charge $29.95 and most people will buy from me and not you. They'll pay a higher price because my ish, my listing is on FBA. You know, you are absolutely right. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened this weekend. Okay. It was my twin granddaughter's fourth birthday party. And they both, each one of them, received a Leap Pad Explorer, which is almost like a kid's version of an iPad. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <coughs> well, we said, oh my gosh, they need a case right away. I went right, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yes, I went on Amazon, and of course, I am a Prime member, and my mother did not teach me um, delayed gratification. I have to have <laughs> it now. Sorry, yep. Mom, but you know it's true. Um, <laughs> and so I looked, and I found it for like $29. Then I found someone on Prime that was selling it for $38. I looked at the $29, and it was 4 to 14 days to receive it. I paid the much higher price just so I could receive it Tuesday, to, you know, tomorrow, even though the party was on Saturday. I paid the higher price so I could have it tomorrow instead of having to wait four to 14 days. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, once people get it, they call it the cult, the Amazon Prime cult is now re- being referred to on blogs and stuff. Once you get used to that, it's even worse. I mean, we make jokes that we're a microwave society and we want it now. You hook up that, in, that inclination with Amazon Prime, you're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. What about charging <laughs> in the chat room? What about charging different prices on Amazon versus on your website? Uh, that's fine. You set your own prices. Um, there is a phrase in the Amazon TOS that you are not supposed to sell on other sites for less than you sell on Amazon. I'll just put that out there. That's in the toss. Now, (laughs) let's say that you have two separate businesses. Oh, Oh. how interesting. Now, wouldn't you, would you be able to put one price for one business and because it's a completely separate business, charge a different price? Why, I would think that would be absolutely fine because if you tried to get two businesses to use the same pricing system, that would be price fixing and that's illegal. So I think that would work. There you go. In addition, you can always run sales. You know, you can have a regular price and then you can have a sale price. There you go. All right. Glad we got to cover that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, there are lots of people that are using Prime and Prime is, I want it. No, I have to have it now. And, And I am absolutely one of those people. And I love my Prime membership and I love getting overnight shipping for $3.99. So, Miss Kat, let's talk real numbers. You said you have some great numbers to share with us. Let's hear them. I started on Amazon Prime in March of 2011. From March until December, I sold over almost $48,000 in merchandise. Um, And I am a small one-person business, and I moved my household across the country during that time. So there was a lot of downtime. My wholesale sales are maybe 30%. The rest is thrift stores and yard sales and garage sales. Forty-eight grand. If I can do it, you can do it too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) I like that sound effect. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what kind of fees are you paying, though, um, to Amazon? You know, how much would you say of a general percentage are they taking? What I consider uh, my fees, I count when I'm looking at something and deciding what to price it at or whether I should buy this particular item, I figure 30%. Now, the reality is somewhere between 20 and 25% on most items. And again, it depends because on Amazon, different, uh, different categories have different percentages. Just like on eBay, there are different final value fee percentages. 
I tend to figure my, my fees higher because I would rather have more money at the end and not be, sell something and realize I'm losing money. Here's a couple of examples. Um, I sell hand cream. It's one of the biggest things I sell. Um, if I sell a bottle of hand cream for, I'm trying to find one that's sold for $20. That's my most listing fee. I sell one for $32. Okay. If I sell a uh, lotion for $16 uh, out of that fee, Oh, I'm, I'm having such trouble finding a sale for that amount. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling through numbers like crazy. Um, if I sell a lotion for $15, uh, Amazon will take $4 out of that. If I sell a lotion for $48, Amazon will take $10 out of that. If I sell a lotion for $16, they will take $4 out of that. And I can look at different numbers on uh, other ones, but those were my wholesale lines. Um, so I, I, I like to figure 30% only because it gives me a cushion. Um, mm-hmm. As you can say, you know, if, if, they sell, if I sell for 48 and they take 10, that's less than 25%. Okay? Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out the difference of fees using the fulfillment base versus just using um, selling it on Amazon because they're taking, what, mm. 15% any if you just by selling yes. it on Amazon. Yes, so I'm trying to figure out what that difference would be. Okay. I can do that for you. I've got an uh, email in my check right now that um, Amazon sold something for me and no, it's not going to have the fees I need. Let me see. Um, the <laughs> fees, <laughs> the, of course it's not going to have the set I need. I pulled up all no. these figures for you. This month so far I've sold $2,700 101 units, 96 orders. Um, it even had my average selling price down here somewhere. Okay, let me find you what you're needing, which is the pick and pack fee and all that good stuff. I'll yeah. pull up last, the last transaction in my account. Uh, here's one. Okay, here's a lotion that sold for $20. And Amazon charged me $4.98 for shipping. Amazon per order fulfillment fee was $3. Uh, they're Per unit fulfillment fee, which is the other fee, is a dollar. Weight based fee was a dollar. Shipping charge, okay, the, the um, weight based weight based fee is thirty eight cents. They charged me three, four, five dollars and thirty seven cents. Of that, three dollars was the commission, which, as you said, you would pay anyway if you were selling on Amazon. Mm-hmm. The per FBA per order fulfillment fee was one dollar. So there's a dollar. Mm-hmm. That's the pick and pack fee. The per unit fulfillment fee was a dollar. There's another mm-hmm. fee. And the weight-based fee was 37 cents. The shipping I shouldn't have re- quoted you because that's an offset. They charge the customer, then they credit it back. That's what I said when I mean the fees are a little, little confusing because the way that they put them on there. But mm-hmm. the actual fees for that transaction, it was a $20 transaction. Commission was $3. FBA fees were $2.37. Mm. So definitely worth trying. Yes, very much so. All right. So let's say, let's use this real world example. We have the quilting fabric and, you know, we're like, okay, we want to give this a try. We want to try it out. What would be, let's, you know, you've excited us to no end on this radio show. We want to try this out. What would we do tomorrow to get started? You go onto your Amazon. If you've already got an Amazon selling account, you're set. You go into your uh, Amazon Seller Central. If you don't have an account on Amazon, first you've got to get an account on Amazon. Then you've got to get a selling account on Amazon. And then you go into Amazon, into your inventory. And if you've already got some things listed on Amazon that you want to send in, it's very, very easy. You click the little box beside the items you want to try. And up at the top, you say, Send to Amazon. Convert to FBA and send to Amazon, and the Amazon screens will walk you through step by step. Okay, here's what you're sending. Is that, are you sure that's what you want to send? Okay, here's the page where you print your labels and you label them. And then it will go on and on and walk you step by step. Thank you, Beth. She put the link in about the Amazon FBA fees. Appreciate that. Perfect. See, you guys need to be in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> chat room is great. Absolutely yes. great. So, wow, they actually just put everything there for you, and you know, yep. you don't have to go around finding. It because you know, when you first are starting out doing something new, it can be very confusing trying to find all the different steps and exactly what you need to do, and oh, it can just be exhausting. And you said that when I ship my product to Amazon, I get to use their pricing. Absolutely. Like when you pa- like if you go through and you pick out the 25 items or the 10 items that you want to try, you just put the 
uh, choose a little check mark beside those 10 items, go up to the top of your Amazon inventory screen, and click the button that says Convert and Send Inventory. It'll walk you through, and when you get to the page where it says Label Them, you put them in plastic bags, stick a label on them, put them in a great big UPS box beside you. The next screen will say, okay, here's, here's how much it's going to cost you to ship. Is that okay? And it'll usually, if it's a nice big box, it'll usually be between 5 and 7 or $8, okay? I've sent 50-pound boxes that cost me 20 or 30 okay? Okay, so it can get higher. Right, right. Well, I mean, it, it's just, I think most it's most of them are six, seven, something. or eight us. Hmm? Yes. Pardon? Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely something that you want to try out. Yes. Uh, now, does anybody else have any questions in our chat room? Because this is just such awesome, awesome information, and I am absolutely loving it. And if you've got questions, make sure you gas them right now while you do. How can we get a hold of you and ask you more questions? Best place to find me right now is on the FBA radio group because it's so big I can't get away from there. (laughs) (laughs) The FBARadioGroup.com. We just got 700, our 700th member joined together today and they are a wonderful community and there are no stupid questions. They're very, very happy to share info, especially newbies. I was in bed the other night and someone came on and they were all flustered. They were trying to get their first box out and they couldn't figure out what to do. By the time I got up the next morning, this This other person on the group had taken her time over the course of four hours and walked that newbie through their first box, Um, just step-by-step answering questions. It was wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And Karen's even sharing. She sent her oversized box that was 47 pounds for $12. Holy cow. You know, the only bad thing about that, Karen, about that, Shauna, is when you go to ship your own UPS box now, I just cry at what they charge me. I shipped a box to my friend and I was like, or my son, and it was like twenty three dollars. I looked at the guy and I went, "Are you kidding?" Oh, <laughs> spoiled. Maybe you, you. What you need to do is put it on Amazon and then buy it from yourself and then have a ship. <laughs> that is, you know what? A friend of mine was talking about how can we send our household furniture to Amazon and then use fulfillment by Amazon to get it shipped for three ninety nine across the country. <laughs> Absolutely. There absolutely. should be a way. There should be a way to do it. I'm telling you, FBA. I, I wrote two articles for the outright or for the outright blog the last couple of weeks, Shauna. And the first one, I tried to write it negative. I tried to say, here's the reasons you would, you know, not consider FBA. Here's the things you need to watch out for. And I could come up with almost nothing. Um, the only thing I came up with was it's if you're outsourcing your business, you're going to have to give up a little bit of control. That was mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that I came up with was, you know, are you ready to grow? Are you really ready to grow? And then I wrote the article this week about, you know, why FBA is so good. And I could, I, I wrote three pages. I had to cut it back <laughs> because mm-hmm. honestly, FBA is the best thing to happen to small e-commerce sellers since, uh, since eBay opened. I really believe that because it's a game changer. What are the what are the limitations in a small business towards growth? Shauna, you're running an, an, a small retail business right now out of your home with with a quilt store. What are your limitations to growing that? Space, space, and <laughs> and the other one, time, space and yeah. time. So yeah, one, you know, yeah. we're running out of space. There's just no more space for 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 inventory. Yeah. That's the That's biggest right. problem. That and if you're using an Amazon's warehouse, I mean, the average book, the, the, they, they charge you two fees for storage. I forgot those on fees. There's a monthly storage fee, and then there's a, a twice-yearly long-term storage fee. So the monthly storage fee for the average size book is two pennies. Wow. Two pennies. You could, my last, my, I have almost, I have 3,500 items in storage at Amazon right now. My fee last month was $60. Wow. I, I couldn't rent a storage unit anywhere near my house for $60. Now, see, that was another thing I was thinking about is if the product doesn't sell and you're having to store it there, you know, what kind of fees are you paying? And, yeah, mom might get a little mad at you because she uses the family two-finger discount when she comes over and (laughs) I want this and I want that. I have to, like, um, pat her down every time she leaves the house. (laughs) Oh, Karen, yeah, I tell you what, um, the Amazon warehouse space is incredibly cheap. Now, what you want, what Amazon did with the uh, long-term 
uh, storage fee. That came out just recently. And what happened was when FBA first started, people were sending everything in, all their dead inventory. The idea with Amazon is you want to send in a year's worth of inventory. As long as your item sells in the first 365 days it's there, you have nothing to worry about. The monthly storage fees are pennies. Pennies. The long-term storage fee is when it kicks in, and even that is they're trying to make it a deterrent to make people not leave their dead inventory there. It's even that's not so bad. Uh, it's, the long-term storage fee is $45 per cubic foot per year, Ugh. okay? And there's an exemption. So if you have one of something and it's been there a year, you still don't get the long-term storage fee. It's only for items you have more than one of. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very so helpful. you want to... You, I mean, you, you obviously, you don't want, you're a wholesaler, you don't want inventory sitting there for a year anyway, right? Yeah. No, yes. you want it gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great question in your, I hope you don't mind me reading your chat room, but great question from Tim. If something's not selling, do you have them send it back? You can, Tim, and here's the really incredible part. To have something sent back, if you change your mind, if you don't, it's not selling, if you want it for yourself, um, whatever, you decide I'm not carrying that line anymore, I don't like it, and you request a removal order, what would you think, Sharna, it would be a fair price for them to pay if I say, hey, I want that book back? What do you think would be a fair price for them to charge me? I, the char- shipping charges, whatever the shipping charges would be. I, and then- I would, yeah, I would think that would be f- fair, yeah. right? They don't, yeah. charge, they don't charge you that. What? They charge you 50 cents. What? 50 cents for every standard size item. If I, now, if I have something that's oversized, you remember those great big ride-on ponies the kid, people were getting for their kids for Christmas? Yeah. If I had that returned to me, that's an oversized item. That would get me an oversized fee. Guess how much that costs to get it sent back to me? Oh, you're probably going to say like a dollar or something. <laughs> 60 cents. Oh, my gosh. And what, you, what people, people freak out because they're like, well, that can't be the real fee. There must be shipping in there. That's including the shipping fee. Oh, So my if you gosh. get something there and you want it back, it's 50 cents. If it's an oversized item, it's 60 cents. So you're not getting locked in to where you're going to cost hundreds of dollars to get your stuff back. It's, it's really not going to be that way. Goodness gracious. I'm, you know... They've got it's it's to the point where this is something that you should at least try. And, you know, you're saying how many items at minimum should you try? I would send in 25. I think if you've got uh, a line of products, you want to send in one of maybe each scent, one of each color, something like that to really give you a good idea, um, because you're going to be surprised. And and check watch your prices you can start this business almost for free there's a lot of tools and if you want to have me back next month or whenever we'll talk about all the tools for doing fba to make it even faster and easier but you can start this business with no tools okay using the products you have around your house go to amazon.com and type in the upc code or the or the isbn and sell it that way start that's a good way to start if you want to start going out and sourcing there's a, an app you can get on your smartphone called the amazon price check app now, there are much better apps, and you know which one I'll recommend, but that one's free, okay? So if you're starting on a shoestring, download the Amazon price check and check that out. Um, you don't need anything special. You can print your labels on your regular printer. You can scrounge boxes at the grocery store. But I would strongly encourage you to test it because, as you said earlier, the limitations on a one-person business are time and space. With the, with the introduction of Amazon FBA, those limitations do not exist anymore. You could live in a studio apartment and run a $2 million a year business using Amazon FBA. Mm, Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And for those of you that are looking, here you go. That is for the price check for iPhone. And I will take you up on your offer and would love to have you come back and do tools. And because I think that would be absolutely wonderful. So where are you more successful at selling? eBay, Amazon, or where would you rather sell? Oh, this hurts, okay, because eBay is very close to my heart, Shauna. I mean, I would Uh not have an e-commerce business without eBay. I can't imagine my life without eBay. But to be honest, when I go out to a yard sale and I source a whole bunch of stuff and I come home and I find one of the items, it won't work for FBA, it's against Amazon rules or I can't send it in, and my my reaction is, oh, I have to list this on eBay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm being disloyal to my first love, like I'm, you know, I'm messing around with my husband or something. But I just, 
Amazon is so much easier, okay? Amazon will always be a part of my life. I mean, eBay will always be a part of my life. And it, eBay is definitely the better marketplace for certain items. But Amazon is so much more profitable. Amazon is so much easier. What is the biggest bugaboo for people, sellers on eBay right now? It's the um, complaining negative customers. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with, I deal with 1% of what you deal with on eBay, on Amazon. Because by hiring Amazon to do my, my, my fulfillment, they handle the customer service. When the customer wants a refund, they talk to Amazon. When the customer has an issue, their order didn't get delivered, they talk to Amazon. They don't come to me. I may get one email a month from an Amazon customer. Wow. Wow. And I sell, I and sell about 10 orders a day. So 300 orders a month and I get one email. Yeah, that's incredible. That's absolutely that's the, that's the time. That's the time factor. It's not only the shipping that the time takes away. It's the um, hand holding customer service that it takes away. Yeah, and that that can be very very time consuming. You know, one mm-hmm. of the things that takes up a lot of time every day is you know updating tracking numbers and making sure that everybody's got theirs and all the credit cards have been charged and, you know, all of those, it it takes time and double checking everything and, and doing all of that. And when you have somebody that's doing it for you and making sure that it is done, that's just working smarter, not harder. And I've got to give Amazon, I just saw an email fly across my screen. I got to give a shout out to Amazon about one more thing. I get yeah. Amazon emails from them helping me be a better seller on a regular daily basis. I get Amazon sending me, these are the top 10 products people are looking for in your category. It might be a good idea if you search for these products. Um, I get Amazon emails saying, you sold this product in the past and we've had people looking for it. Do you think you can get some more? I mean, concrete ways of helping my business I get from Amazon almost on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now, um, before we, we, we cut out of here, Tim's got a real great question. Yes. If a customer returns an item to Amazon, how does that work as far as like you being a seller? Okay, that is one negative I have to tell you. Um, a seller on Amazon runs between two and, uh, 1 and 2% of returns. If you sell 100 items, you can count on getting 1 or 2 returns. If you switch to FBA, that's going to go up. It's going to go probably to 3 maybe even 4%. Because the reason they're buying from FBA is because it's so easy and they know Amazon will stand behind it. Therefore, they are more likely to do a return. 90% of the time, it's buyer's remorse, just like we have on eBay. On Amazon, the form that takes is they tell Amazon the product is defective. Because if they tell Amazon the product is defective, they don't have to pay shipping back to the warehouse. So what Mm -hmm. happens is... I get a return for a game that I sold, and Amazon says we're issuing a return. Amazon takes care of it. The customer contacts Amazon. Amazon issues their return and a call tag to pick up the product, and they they make sure the product is shipped back to Amazon. Amazon sends me an email saying, we've issued a refund for this product. Now, three or four days later, based on when the product actually gets back to Amazon, I can go into my account and find the reason for the return and the disposition of the item. If the item gets back to Amazon and they didn't say it was defective and Amazon sees it's fine, they'll put it back into inventory and resell it. Nine times out of ten, they, were, um, they will send it back saying it's defective. Amazon will just accept their work. They won't even look at it. They'll put it aside as unfulfillable. So what I do with those is once a month, I have my settings automatically. Amazon goes through and gets all my unfulfillable inventory and ships it back to me. And honestly, eight to nine out of ten items that I get sent back are in brand new condition. I slap a new label on it, ship it back to Amazon. Mm. One or two of those ten items really is damaged. And I'm either going to have to sell it on eBay or I'm going to have to take it a loss and give it to the little kid down the street. So Mm. returns do go up with FBA. I think, in my opinion, that's offset by the additional percentage of sales I can make. I make so many more sales that I can absorb the refunds, and I can charge higher prices so I can absorb the refunds. But you will get a higher return rate than you're used to on eBay or your website, probably, because it's so easy to return, which is also the reason you get more sales. Absolutely. And, and I'll tell you, right, as a, as a buyer of Amazon using Prime, I bought 
a very, very, very expensive. It was like $150 iron that's used for quilting that I received that had problems. I called the manufacturer. They wanted me to send it to them, pay to send it to them. Then they were going to slowly ship it back to me, whereas I contacted Amazon and they were going to have the iron to me the very next day and mm-hmm. I could ship it back to them with their label and not have to pay a thing. It was very easy. It was very simple. And I learned how simple doing returns was with them. Exactly. And that, like I said, it, uh, Tim points out it's part of doing business. Yes, it is. And you do need to be aware. I'm really glad you brought that question up because I don't want that to surprise any new sellers on Amazon. You are getting more sales and you are getting higher prices because of that return policy. Absolutely. Now, real quick, can you sign up to get those emails um, or do you have to be a seller to get like the email alerts? Okay, I'll tell you a secret. I think you have to be a seller to get them, but... I post them on the FBA radio group. Don't tell Amazon, okay? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And we put the link in the chat room. So, Kat, thank you again for being with us. I so appreciate it. And don't forget, you can find Kat on FBARadioGroup.com, FBARadioGroup.com. And we are going to bring you back next month so we can learn about all the great tools. Sounds great. I'll get a list of books and tools together for you. That sounds really good. I cannot wait. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So I hope you guys learned a lot today because I know I did. And I'll tell you what, I am going to try this out and I'll let you know um, when we do our next show how it worked out as well. And that way we can really do some talking back and forth about it because I think that that really helps to um, talk about it and discuss it. And I hope that you guys will give it a try too. And that way we can ask more questions questions and talk and get to know more of the tools. So I also have a little bit of news to tell you. The next New Life event will be held March 30th to April 1st. Okay, no April Fool's promise, (laughs) but that's when we're going to have the next New Life event, March 30th to April 1st. So I hope you're going to be getting ready. We're going to have 30 webinars in one weekend, and I cannot wait for that wonderful, awesome weekend. All right, we're going to get out of here, but I hope to see you next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts. Thanks, everybody. 